hey really quick head on over to anchor that's a-n-c-h-o-r download the app and start recording your podcast just do it don't think about it don't say well no i don't think so just do it as well as you can make monetary gain off of recording on anchor they distribute your podcast for you so you really don't have the headache in trying to figure it all out they also have cool editing tools where you can add in music you can add in your own personal music you can delete voiceovers and all of that so i think that you should go ahead and download that app again that app is a n c h o r Hello and welcome back, Sunshines. This is your girl, Lay, and you have tuned in to the Quick and Modest Mindset Podcast. Today's episode will be on Love Thyself. I hope you enjoy it. See you in the next clip. Now, self-love. Question. Do you love yourself? Do you know how to love yourself? How do you love yourself? Let's dive into the definition of love really quickly. Oxford Dictionary says, love is an intense feeling of deep affection. That hit. That hit deep. An intense feeling of deep affection. Okay. We can dive into similar words, which is passion, care, charity, which is a big one for me because I did not know that charity was literally a similar or synonym to love. Sisterliness, which we lack. We lack sisterliness. That's going to be another topic of discussion for a later date but we lack sisterliness and that is a part of love that is a part of self-love did you know that because your girl your girl finding this out too so i'm just want to let you know that warmth now in my mind i thought that warmth was a sensory word but love is a sensory so i can see why that goes kindness and friendliness Things that we as black women, some of us do not possess. Kindness and friendliness. Mainly friendliness. We don't possess it in our faces. Um, I know for a fact, I'll walk around with my face whole balled up. And (laughs) people be like, hey you okay who you about to fight who you about to beat up who did it who made you mad and i'll just be looking at them so confused like what are you talking about i'm fine you sure because the way your face look like i am a sufferer yes okay we're gonna take it to the aa days and this is not to make light or jokes about anybody that is aa thank you for going and acknowledging that you 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 know you need to get over an issue But my name is Lay, 
and I suffer from resting be faced. Okay. We got that past. We we we're we're done with that. <laughs> um friendliness is not something that we encompass as a whole. And we can't lie and say, Well, I'm friendly because in certain ways you're not. And you know those certain ways, so don't lie to yourself. Do not lie to yourself and say you're always friendly because you're not. And if you are, then kudos to you. Give me the juice. Give me the juju. Give me the tea on how you always friendly. Because that is something that I need to grow in. And I know a plethora of women that need to grow in friendliness, kindness, sisterliness, charity, and warmth. All are feminine words, by the way. Just saying. Just just saying. But moving right along. Um, if you look at it from a biblical standpoint, a biblical reference would be Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. And that's basically saying, love your neighbor as thyself. I'm not going to go deep into it because, of course, nine times out of ten, if you're listening to this, you're in the same faith as I am. And we are not supposed to go into all of that so i'm not going to overstep my boundaries but if you do want to you know reference love and those things you can go to that chapter because that's a good chapter for that um the question that i posed earlier was do you love yourself now this is not a quick answer this is not a quick yeah, I love myself, girl. Why wouldn't I love myself? I love me. No, this is not that. This is a deep down inside. Do you really love who you are? And if you don't, that's fine. Don't don't feel bad about not loving yourself because so many of us have the misconception that we love ourselves when we really don't because of how we treat other people. And I just want to make that clear and known that how you love yourself is how you will treat other people so if you find yourself just being real vile real odious real just I can't be around her for long periods of time because she gonna make me smack her if you find yourself being that type of person being that type of woman let me let you know something, sweetie. You got a lot of work to work on. That's a, that's a lot of issues going on. And I'm not here to down you. I'm not here to, you know, disrespect you. But I just want to let you know. Because that's love. Okay? Okay. Um, ways that you can love yourself uh, financially. So you can go to the spa a lot of people do spa days i do home spa days because quite honestly in this time (laughs) listen a massage is not the only thing you're gonna be walking up out of there with (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry to make it sound like that but in this day and age like i mean i'm not saying don't go to the spa but you just have to be very very you have to be abundantly cautious when doing certain things now everyday tasks are different and more difficult now than they were before let's just say that 
but if you want to go to the spa you do that if you want to do spa things at home youtube has an abundance of nice young ladies that have beautiful ideas on things to do at home for spa days listen i done did a whole pedicure and manicure self-care day to show myself some love so and that all came off youtube because i didn't know really i didn't really know what to do or how to do it you can journal journaling so i know i mentioned this in my second episode but journaling i have not done lately and i do need to get back on that so see while i'm saying these points i'm getting cut as well and i'm examining myself as well so this is not a just you know i'm gonna tell you what to do and tell you how to do it type of thing going on i know i said that the last time i'm gonna keep saying that just to remind you like don't get it in your head now homegirl got it together because she don't not yet not yet you can read reading is so fundamental listen if you read more chances are you're in less drama chances are you're stretching out those muscles that don't get used quite often if you don't read often and you're learning new words you're able to construct sentences you're able to conduct yourself in a different manner because you read and i did not think that reading i didn't think that reading molds you that much but it does because you're inputting it's like you're uploading knowledge into your computer and if you're not uploading anything into your computer then it's just sitting there blank and you have a computer that's useless because it's not nothing on it so reading is a really really good way to show yourself some love the things that you read could be the bible of course Secondary things that you can read is novels. You can read novels. Use your discretion on novels that you should read because I don't know what type of spirits y'all dealing with. So them Zane books and stuff like that. Listen, honey. You shouldn't be reading those Zane books if you ain't married. Just point blank, period. (laughs) That's just my opinion. No, that's my advice skip opinion that's my advice don't read no zane books and you ain't married what did you read zane books for come on now but (laughs) i just went off on the deep end of that but you can also read things that catch you up on your history read a news article keep you up in the times i know that is a habit that i need to get into excuse me that is a habit that i need to get into reading the um local news because i don't really watch the news but i do have news feed on my phone so i can read that um you can listen to jazz oh girl listen jazz listen you turn on you some jazz next thing you know you're gonna have you some wine next thing you know you're gonna be shaking your feet on the table or you know have your feet propped up i said shaking your feet on the table but you know how you cross your legs and you move your feet back and forth that's what i meant but (laughs) um you just gonna it's good that's a whole vibe listening to jazz is a whole vibe 
it's relaxing. Like if you piss still and you listening to jazz, you you a demon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to be so extreme, but you you just mean. You just ain't no helping you if you listening to jazz and you piss still. How? How, Sway? You don't got the answers. Cause I ain't got the answers neither. <laughs> Getting your nails done. That can go into spy days. Um, baths oh listen taking a bath them 30 minutes turn into an hour quick <laughs> I'm telling you them 30 minutes turn into an hour quick and you know if you know you know if you know you know if you have not taken a bath or unfortunately you're not in a position to where you can take baths Lord's will, you can be able to take a shower and that works just as well as taking a bath. But if you can get to a bathtub and you can experience that, experience a bath. And I know some people may be listening like, why would you not be able to experience a bath? It's some people that may be listening that may not be as fortunate as those of us that have tubs. Let alone those of us that have shelter. That's another topic for another discussion. Um, you can light an incense. Lighting an incense. Now listen. Lighting incense and candles. Honey, again, you are straight just... I don't know what else can help you if you don't like it when you light an incense and you light a candle. Oh, baby, don't light a candle and you got a bath. Oh, listen, let me set the mood. Let me set the mood. Let me, let me, let me set the mood for you. So you had a long day at work, right? You didn't took care of your kids. If you have kids, you took care of your kids. They're quiet. You've taken care of your Lord, AKA husband. He's, you know, settled in to doing whatever it is that he does and you walk into the bathroom you close the door you lock that bad boy <laughs> keep your phone with you just in case somebody needs you but you turn on you some jazz coffee table jazz on YouTube honey before you lock that door you better have had your bath water ran nice and warm not scolding if if you like scolding then scolding but nice and warm toasty with the epsom salt listen listen dr till's epsom salt with the aromatherapy and then you drop two drops of lavender oil lavender essential oil at that honey you grab you that cup of wine. You slide on into that tub. You turn off the lights before you do so. Right? Because you already got the candles lit. Listen. That's a vibe. And that is love. I guarantee you if you have not done that. <laughs> and single sisters. Single sisters. We spend so much time spending money. If you don't go home and watch some Netflix 
in the tub while you sipping on some wine and relaxing listen that took you to a whole nother echelon i'm serious so let me just leave that there if you haven't tried that again these different cultures may be listening different people may be listening people that have never done this or even thought to do this may be listening so that's why i touch on that okay moving right along you can sit in silence oh listen Okay, I know I was just, I know I was just real goofy for that, but that's how it feels. That silence, and I know it was really abrupt, but that silence, just sitting in silence, it does something to you. Not just turn off everything and just hear everything that is around you. You will hear birds. You will hear the shaking of the leaves. You will hear the the song of the wind. You will feel like Pocahontas up in this thing. Disney style. Like, <laughs> minus the conquistadors and all of them. But I digress. You will feel closer to yourself because there's no outside distractions there's nothing else that you're listening to but your own thoughts now don't get carried away and go into the negativity and and get to sinking into depression we don't need that but when you sit in silence so much chaos that around that is around you will fall away and you will learn yourself you will feel how tense you've been all day if you just take a moment to sit in silence i'm telling you i've done this a couple of times i've done this many of times actually i can't even say a couple i've done this many a times and it's been times where i didn't even know i was stressed out till i just sat there in silence just roll down the road in silence nothing playing no music no humming, no no singing. Excuse me if you hear them horns in the background. I am a truck driver, so yeah. You're gonna hear a couple of sounds. I apologize for that. Back on topic. Um, if you sit in silence, silence is something that is just who, honey. It brings you closer to yourself and the most high. It really do. Cause you don't see, you don't, you don't understand how tense you are through the day until you take that moment of silence and then you just you'll feel how tight you've been gripping the steering wheel or how hard you've been working your muscles. Um you'll see how much your face was balled up this whole time you will feel it in your face like damn my face is balled up this whole time (laughs) even if you don't feel that you will feel like the tension in your shoulders and in your back you will actually start to hear things that you haven't even heard like oh wow i didn't know the refrigerator made that type of noise where'd that come from (laughs) or Oh, wow. When I step on this board and make that type of noise, that's crazy. Or if you're, you know, if you're just sitting still in that moment of silence, 
you I didn't know my skin felt this so soft this uh, excuse me I didn't know my skin felt this soft I didn't know my feet were this rough like so many things come to you when you're in silence so silence is literally golden just saying If you really don't know how to love yourself, you have to examine your love language. What is your love language? Do you know what a love language is? And what are some ways that you can tap into your love language? The ways that I just stated are certain ways that you can tap into your love language. If you don't know what a love language is, then I advise you to... Search out things that make you happy. When you do certain things, take notice of how it's making you smile and how that thing is making you feel. That's your love language. So if it's receiving gifts, if it's just giving yourself a massage, if it's putting lotion on, if it's doing your hair, if it's teaching your children if you don't have any children excuse me if you don't have any children it could be I don't know give me some help what could it be I know for me my love language is music I love love music I can listen to music without words for hours. I really could. I could listen to music with words for a nice little longevity of time. Music is my love language. So it could be yours. If you really, really, really do not know what your love language is, I advise you to tap into that thing. Because that will help you start to love yourself even more. When you start giving yourself those things that you actually truly enjoy. It could be cooking as well. I forgot to say that. It could be cooking. Um, the main points of self-love that you should focus on and that I have been focusing on is self-examine, accountability, <laughs> And endurance when tried. Be real. We all fail at loving ourselves at one point. One point in our life, we have failed at loving ourselves. You cannot say that you have not. And if you can, then listen. You are built completely different. Because it's trial and error over this way. Trial and whole error. So when you self-examine, think of how you did, how you responded to certain things. What did you do that day? How was the outcome of what you did? Did you put your all into it? Was it half bootied? I'm not going to (laughs) cuss. Was it half bootied? Was it? Was it your all? You know, these are things you have to think of when you self-examine. I'm telling you, 
before I started walking in the truth, I did not self-examine on nothing. I just thought it was everybody else around me. And it's just, you know, the common denominator. After a while, it can't be everybody else. You got to look at the common denominator. Like, what is, what's the constant that's going on with all these situations? And the finger always points back at you. You got three of them. Three of them pointing right back at you. Three of them. Okay, let me stop being ghetto. <laughs> no, but for real, you do have three fingers pointing right back at you when you point the finger. So I just want to let you know that. What does it mean to self-examine? Know who you are inside. Know what triggers you. Know what doesn't trigger you. Um, be honest because honesty is necessary. I know it hurts to be honest about something that may not be pretty about yourself. But I mean, hey, well, we all don't have things that's pretty about us. That's why self-examination is, you know, the best thing, the best tool to combat the ugly. Take notice of how you are responding to outside stimulus. Because... How you respond to others shows how much you love yourself. If it's someone that's like deliberately trying to take you out your square and deliberately trying to disrespect you just to get a reaction and you give them that reaction, you do not love yourself because you should have loved yourself enough to walk away. And that is my downfall sometimes it was my downfall correction it was my downfall many of times i would let people take me up my up out my square so quick honey listen these little key points when you really start diving into them and applying them your whole life change what are your thoughts when it comes to thinking of yourself is another thing that you can do when you self-examine. Think about the thoughts that you're thinking. <laughs> Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Think about the thoughts that you're thinking. Okay? No, but for real. Like, what do you say to yourself? Do you love your teeth? Um, do you compliment yourself? Like, oh, I was quick at solving that problem. Oh, you know, you know what? I did a really good job at that. You know what? My kid understood this, and that's a one-up for me as a parent. A, if you don't have children, oh, I cooked this meal, and it was bomb. Like, you can weigh out the negatives, and you can weigh out the positives. You can touch on the negatives, the negative things that you notice about yourself. But always, always, always counter those negatives with the positives. Because you can slip into depression so quick when you self-examining yourself. Your thoughts and your mind are against you. Just want to let you know that. They are always against you. So when you find yourself sliding off to the left, you snatch that thing right on back. And we got a shimmy on to the right. Okay. All right. We're going to slide on to our next segment. And that will be accountability. I'll be right back.
Okay, girl. Accountability. Ooh wee. Despite the um snatch some edges and turn some wigs to the side. <laughs> Real quick. Accountability is the black woman's kryptonite. Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. We hate taking accountability. And I don't know why. Don't ask me why, because I don't know. I really don't know why it's so hard. Why it's so hard for us to take accountability. And for those that have mastered the art of taking accountability, hooray, hooray, hooray for you. Because when it comes to accountability, correction is involved it's like accountability and correction are best friends excuse me for the noise in the background if you can hear it i apologize but accountability and corrections they like twins they for real twins like same face everything like they not fraternal twins they are um identical but when you think of accountability, it's it goes into dependability. And it goes right back into self-examination. That's why I wrote that uh, key point down. Um, accountability also separates the females from the women. Now, I am a millennial. Okay. I'm 27. I'm a millennial. And yes, I'm a millennial. For you, those of you all that just don't feel like 27, the people in their late 20s are, are millennials. We are millennials. We are the last. We are the very, very last. We are the cutoff. So you can Google it. You can Google it. I'm telling you, 1994 is the cutoff for millennials. But I digress. <clears throat> Being called a female, we don't... Listen, when I was growing up, if you called me a female, I would take offense to that. Only because that means you are taking away all characteristics of my humanity. And you're just saying I'm a female. Like, a female what? A female cat, dog, bird, horse, like... A female ant, spider, chicken. Like, what What type of female are you talking about? What? What? You're taking away my basics. You're taking away what makes me a woman. You just put me in a species. That's basically what, what you're saying. So... Yes, if you get called a female and they don't address you as young and if you if you voice your opinion because some of us, you know, we we grow up different. So being called a female to some people might not bother them, but being called female when I was growing up and where I'm at that was like low key you throwing shade. You're throwing hella shade. So that's that's one thing. But it separates the females from the women. So, 
I take a long pause because in order to be a woman, accountability is crucial. Because woman also follows up with sister. It also follows up with daughter. It follows up with mother. And it follows up with wife. I left wife last because that's the best <laughs> no but for real if I, I left wife last because some of us may not be wives aka me and maybe some of you are that's listening but when you say woman that's what it follows up to and women hold themselves accountable women know or they are learning to be more accountable which is self-reflection and growth and they acknowledge when they are not growing as a person in order for you to sit back and acknowledge that you are not growing that's accountability and taking account is like okay so you can do a content account ability <laughs> um accountable it's responsible that's another word that you can you know link it's like a nice little uh, circle accountability dependability and correction it's a nice circle <laughs> it's a nice circle and you should put it around your finger and remember it like i'm doing okay because before this truth, accountability was something that your girl used to run away from. I'm telling you, because of the correction that came with it. But everybody loves to be dependable. Why do you think jobs? Okay, so why do you think jobs say, hey, uh, when, when they give you the little survey on to survey yourself and the, they have the questions, that's the same question, but it's a different wording. But it, it asks you. Um, are you dependable and then it'll turn around and ask you are you how do you hold yourself accountable to things and then it'll turn around and ask you about a situation on you getting corrected you notice that like if you haven't noticed that if you have to fill out a job application anytime soon and they give you that little survey, pay attention to them questions because those questions are literally like, that's how the questions go. And they go and they'll, they'll keep asking you the same question and they say, agree, disagree, strongly agree, strongly disagree, stuff like that. Those are those questions. So if jobs want you to be accountable, how much more should you be accountable for yourself? Especially when you will eventually or potentially be accountable for others. This goes into correction. Women learn to love correction. I am learning to love correction. I used to hate correction. Listen. <laughs> Being corrected don't feel good. It do not feel good. Especially like. When you for real was just setting your ways and somebody come and smack you upside the head with that. No. And I, I expect you to do better. 
Like, you have to do better. That that hit different. It hit different. It really does. And hearing it may shake you and ruffle your feathers. That's fine. Get over it. You'll be fine. Trust me. If I can be fine, you can be fine. And don't blame it on, well, I grew up like this, so... And get the roll in your neck like the damn ostriches do. Don't do that. Accept it. Receive it. Don't take it personal to the point where it just breaks you down as a human, as a, you know, as a spirit. It just breaks you down. Like, don't take it to that, to that death. But take it and receive it because it's something in you that somebody else see that you can correct and all it takes is some is some fixing and correction is growth so we just added a whole nother little word to that circle so now you got accountability dependability correction and growth and that's a whole circle so if you write it down in a circle yeah you can put it on some earrings too that'll be dope that'll be cute all right, I went left. <laughs> I'm sorry. But that's 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 basically um even when it hurts, that's basically what I'm saying. Like even when it hurts and it's going to hurt, it's not going to feel good. Nobody that I know that takes accountability and get corrected turn around and be like yeah accountability yeah correction hooray no nobody says that and if you do good for you but i know i ain't there yet and i i can i can say that i know some people that aren't there yet either i know a lot of people that's not there yet at all so i know a lot of people that's not trying to even get there but that's another conversation so um, we're going to move along. Females are polar opposite of women. Again, accountability and self-examination boosts you in your femininity. Like, when you're feminine, those are the main things that you do. And they soften you up. They really do. It softens you up. It softens you up in a way that you you never thought that you could be that soft. And for some people, they're born with all of that softness, kindness, you know, knowing how to love yourself, taking accountability and self-examining and they're running the race. Psych. No. Certain things people are born with, other things you really got to work on. Now, your girl, for example, I have to work hard to be feminine. And being feminine is not just wearing pink. It's not just wearing dresses. It's not wearing heels all the time. It's not smelling good all the time. Even though those are some things, those are major things, actually, that goes into being feminine. But being feminine, the hard work on the inside, inner femininity. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I really feel like I said that word twice the wrong way. But the inward womanliness about you 
is a hard thing that you have to do. Like it's it's like it's not a hard thing that you have to do. I'm using the wrong words. It's not a hard thing that you have to do. It's a challenging thing that you have to do. Only because I grew up tomboy. So I was a little girl that was riding a bike with no seat. <laughs> I was the little girl that was climbing trees. I was a little girl that was jumping fences. I was a little girl that was outside playing football, tag football at that. Like, I was a little girl that was playing in the mud, playing in dirt. Like, yes, I had wing worms when I was a kid. I was bad. I was terrible. Um, taking that and then growing into being more soft was like a big shocker for me. Because, like I said, I'm 27. So, growing from being a rough and tough little girl, taking that into my teens. When I became a teenager, I became more self-aware. So, certain things like planting mud and stuff like that, that ended. But the roughness about me stayed. And that roughness led into... um. I'm at a loss of words because I really don't know how to explain this. That roughness led into you being the home girl. And when I started to, you know, take interest in the opposite sex, I for real was just the home girl. So I was never considered. Now that I learned the truth, I shouldn't have been considered no way since I was a kid. But when I was in the world, I wasn't ever considered. I was always the homegirl. Even into adulthood, I was still homegirl. So if you find yourself being homegirl, you need to take a step back and examine yourself on what you are doing to be homegirl. You should not be homegirl in your 20s. You should not be homegirl, period, honestly. Like you shouldn't be you should be so dainty and so delicate that men just want to protect you because they see that you need protecting that's how you should be and in this society now that has been stripped away from us so of course you're going to have to work harder to be like that but understand that you're not alone with doing that because i i'm doing that as well I'm fighting hard. I have to fight hard for my feminine aspect of me. I have to fight hard to soften myself up. So, I'm going to lead into my last but not least, but very, very, very beautiful ending, which is endurance when tried. See you soon in a second. And last but not least is endurance when tried. <sighs> I'm telling you, when I sat down and I thought of this podcast and I thought of these episodes and I wrote down these notes so I won't be rambling, so I can stay on track, 
girl was cutting herself look endurance when tried i've been tried plenty of times and failed like (laughs) flat on my face talking about failed but you know what to acknowledge the fact that i was tried and i didn't i didn't pass that try that's a step towards the right direction because of the simple fact that a lot of us may go through life being tried and responding the way we respond and it may not been it may have not been comely or seemly or anything pleasant and you just don't care you're like whatever that's who i am that's how i am you shouldn't have tried me no we find ourselves complaining a lot me homegirl be having to tell herself to shut up all day long i'm talking about whole 24 hours i'm telling myself to shut up at least four five times a second (laughs) a second i'm telling myself to shut up so if you know you know but self shut the hell up that's what you should be saying you should really be saying that because when you actually stop and and like i said in the last segments accountability and self-examination when you when you do those that endurance when tried gets a little easier i know one thing i got tried recently and i actually passed and i was so happy i was so happy i had to go and tell my spiritual mother that i got tried i was pissed and calm at the same time i've never been that (laughs) just just understand i've never been that so to get to that point it was just like oh girl you growing growth you planted the seed you watering it oh it's sprouting it's sprouting it's sprouting all right Think of your words. When you think of your words, that's going to take you a second to like respond to whatever it is that's the trigger that's that's in your trial. So it may be your boss just told you, "Hey, we're going to we're doing some um cuts and you get that pink slip." Your endurance when tried is to not lose your cool not lose your composure not go off on the deep end not lash out lashing out is something that we as women need to stop we need to grab it as soon as it get there you're like "Ah, no 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 it's like putting a dog on a chain one of them big thick chains and wrapping around a tree so you know for a fact that that bad boy ain't gonna move like that's that's with our lashing out we gotta do that we gotta put i'm sorry that uh that i said dog you know some people may take offense to that you may think i'm calling you a dog i'm not doing that what i'm saying is like our attitudes is something different women attitudes we run off so much emotion baby who who okay I had to turn into an owl for a second. Just calm me down. Like, that's... The intensity of understanding that. It's just like it sends shivers 
it shouldn't it send little shivers and shocks through your spine when you think about that because endurance when you are tried you are faced with a whole trial it could be somebody that's cussing you out calling you all types of names except for the child of god honey and you sitting there taking it like a champ like okay mm-hmm. but you biting that bottom lip when you get the biting that bottom lip think about what you're doing like lip come from out of my mouth face soften up teeth show your smile like you know lips curl up so i can show my smile teeth shine bright so i can show how white they is and straight they is you feel me like you for real gotta tell yourself that when you being tried even when it's if it's a sickness and it's easier said than done. I understand that. It's easier said than done. But I'm telling you, when you do it and you win, girl, you're going to be like, hey, 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 I did it. Hey, you're going to celebrate. You're going to have you a nice little, and it's okay to celebrate. It's okay to celebrate all out. Shoot. You get tried at your kid's school because you know that teacher disrespectful and you know that teacher be picking on your child because some teachers be doing that. You go up to that school and you're just as humble as you can be. You are very direct and deliberate with your words, but you are not offensive and mean and irate and belligerent. You go to your car after you get done, giving them a piece of your mind respectfully. And you do your little shimmy outside the door. Just do your little shimmy. Or, or. Or if you don't have children and you get tried, just out in the world, just getting tried, somebody cuts you off. And instead of cussing them out and getting road rage, you're like, you know what? I hope you make it to your destination safe because it's clear that you're in a rush. So let me slow down so I can get out your way. And then, you know, you go back to, you know, doing whatever it was that you was doing before they cut you off. Mainly it's praising the most high. Praise the most high that I didn't get flipped over into a ditch. Praise the most high that they didn't threaten to expel my son or my daughter out of school because I went in there and, you know, handled myself correctly. Um, I praise to the most high that, you know, I got this diagnosis, but I'm still in good spirits. And again, that, that goes with faith. And that's a whole nother subject. And that's a whole nother conversation. But I'm not going to sit here and say endurance when tried is something that I just, I'm stellar at. Because like I said, homegirl was failing all her trials until that one trial. It came. And then look, 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 look. So look, I passed that trial, right? Turned around, got another one and failed. Like, dog, come on. So you take you, listen, Friday. You know, you win some and you lose some. But you live. You live to fight another day. Okay? So, understand that when you, when you fail that trial, acknowledge that you failed that trial. And be like, you know what? I'm going to work harder not to fail it. Acknowledge what triggered you and how you felt during that time when you was triggered. 
remind yourself that you're made for this because if you weren't made for this you wouldn't be going through it admit that you need help we all do it's okay and that's the pride in me I don't admit when I need help and sometimes it gets to the point where I just can't get myself up out of it and I'm too embarrassed to even ask for help now because of how deep I am in it so don't be afraid to have that one person that you can just lean on and know that they're there for you that they are there for you in the end just remember when you are being tried that trial may come for a split second and go that trial may be for a long period of time the endurance part is what you need to really focus on and I'm not just speaking to you I'm speaking to myself as well think of your words acknowledge your triggers remind yourself that you are made for this and most high won't put more than what you can handle on you and admit when you need help and that will bid you to endure when tried Well, that's another episode of Quick and Modest Mindset. Thank you again for tuning in. Again, this is your lovely host, Lay. And have a good day, sunshines.